0: Okay, so I like cartoons. This is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. Thank you for listening. If you are in the car or you are listening to this podcast, I would like you to please laugh. And uh, if you're laughing a little bit of my statement about liking cartoons, it's okay. I understand. I'm an adult. But it's all right i still like cartoons and and listen no continue to laugh yes please do um i'm still going to watch cartoons i'm going to watch cartoons after this Mhm. yeah you know why because they inspired me <laughs> 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 this is the here colors to kill sounds podcast uh thank you guys for listening Hit the subscribe button. Let someone know about these pieces. Um, I appreciate it. You can find me on Amazon, find me on Insta, find me on other multi-platforms. If any of anybody um, is looking for new content, uh, just to have as a guest on uh, their own podcast series, they just need but send me an email, and I can send uh, sound bites and files. Do all the shebang. Do Duol- not Duolingo, but but. Um, What's that? Where you like link up and video chat and all that stuff like that. Anyway, duo, whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, yes, I, I, you can also find my books on Amazon.com too. So thank you. And to all my listeners, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't even have – I think I'm spending the rest of this day just thanking you guys because you guys are amazing and awesome, and I appreciate it. And I also you wanted to get into it because I love jumping into my tangents. I gotta let people know that this is a writer's room. And so this embodiment of the things that I do throughout my days, you must understand that I have like, literally lived in obscure situations and still uh, had the sensibility of being a writer and always had been. Uh, that was the whole purpose of me coming to Los Angeles was to experience and The things that I could not experience in the confines of where I was um, was just in the setting and my own expectations. And as a writer, you have to understand that there are certain things that in where you came from, right, your origins and what it is that you look at as your ethnicity and how you were brought up, they, they influence you in a certain way. They give you this sense of color. They give you your voice. They give you your uh, meat and bones of how your story comes about um, just by as a retrospection. But, 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 from that point in reference is from there to there and how you progress. As an artist, being a self-declared or being a written, published, whatever, your point in artistry and how your art progresses to this point into the finished product and then into future products is by proximity changed by time and so therefore the message generally has changed as well now obviously the conversation can go however you want but you generally want to have a conversation that you hadn't had before you generally want to understand something that previously uh, from this point you did not know by the time, you know what I'm saying, and now you know it by the time you get to that point. And you, you different artists progress that way and different artists talk about it in different fashions and lights. And so um you get people who are talking about like, hey man, I like that one song. You should do that one song and artists get upset because they're like, yo, if you like that one song you like me in 2006 so you should listen to that cd because i'm on some other stuff right now like <laughs> there, there's points in an artistry that only so much can be given in where this has been planted where a tree has been planted can only grow so big as far as how the extension of the, the ground the nutrients around it and so if you place it in a different environment you get to see um, a different flow you get to see a difference of culture you get to see a difference of mentality of a different setting off rip like that instantly and instantaneously changes uh, how you view the world and the world they say is small but I consider it quite large and quite complex and will continue to be as such One is that consideration uh, must you must must understand that. And and when it comes to writing and, you know, traveling and speaking with others from different cultures, that also adds into this meat and bones of another part of yourself and the, the ethnicity and this conversation of things that you can bring that is embroiled in this thousands and thousands of year old history of culture that is the world culture versus just your own country or your own ethnicity. And I'm looking back into this and I was having this conversation in my head and I was like, yo, like this is really, really fun. Like Jack Kerouac, he's a really cool dude. He was really, you know, uh, ahead of his time, talking about things, talking about, you know, wearing black shirts and, Jokingly, in a joking fashion. In the 1960s and 50s, Jack Kerouac was a cool dude, traveled the world, um, represented a counterculture to what it was that they were experiencing. Obviously, a difference in coat and tie with the top hat and this, this, that, and the third, and wanted to express a more youthful, a more artistic fashion, um, but still be refined and not be uh, labeled as such or looked at as the Smithsonian of uh, you know, their culture, but rather uh, an anti, uh, you know, societary uh, basis of what was looked at as normal and normalcy. And kind of, I guess, I will not say the first in, in breaking the mold of normalcy and making it of note, but it definitely springboarded a lot of, you know, counterculture back in that era of you know expressing and then looking into the differences of this melting pot of our nation and then expressing it the way that he felt and it was very you know unrefined but then refined in the same fashion of him uh, telling someone the things and conversations that were usually not had in written word it was usually whispered um, to one another it was usually Uh, in a coffee shop fashion or something like this, but he made it nationally and paramountly known um, through um, his published works. And so from somebody not or far removed from a counterculture that way, I get to look at others and get this deeper sense of reverence and deeper sense of understanding of how these cultures have progressed and how the written word has progressed. It's actually pretty interesting. And now that I think about it, Uh, Speaking about this, other people can do this too, where literally they're looking into, what is this, a different mode or a different acronym or different things that they could say, but it could go and twist into so many different things just off of them giving it their own index and giving it their own meaning. So I'm like, yo, I could play with a lot of different elements here. It can be a whole bunch of different things that can add on to just this world that I've crafted alone and so now I'm playing with a lot of different elements I'm playing with a lot of different things that I'm curious about um you know in the general sense I was saying this earlier in a conversation and I was excited about you know explaining comic books and how they influence me and as you know if you've listened to any of my podcasts you know that I love comic books I got a vault of them, you know, stored away, tucked away. I'm gonna get more comic books and things like this when I find a place to put them. But it's always an interesting thing to look at how someone has continued something over a period of time and masterfully has made it interesting so that people keep coming back for more. That alone has me excited about imagination. (laughs) Where somebody can write something from the 1950s, create a character, everyone know everything about this said character, and then 50 years later, 75 years later, almost 100 years later, people are still asking new questions about this said character. And I don't know if other time periods that has happened before, but in this time period, that pricks my interest of note, of like little notch in my head or wrinkle in my brain to take note of the, the cues, take note of how the character dynamic is broken down and take note of the things that people like and the things that people don't like and why this character still persists And people are still interested in something that they know about and then something that changes and something that is constantly being added on to and how do you add on to a character that way how do you approach this as a writer say for instance you're given you know the rights to a certain character and you're allowed to expand on certain things and you're given the liberty of giving um, all of those things in the story that has expanded for years You can use any character you want, give them any setting you want, change their whole whatever, whatever, backstory, go just crazy wild and have fun on any character that you want. (laughs) That alone trips me out because then I, I think of so many different aspects and I think of a lot of different possibilities in my own story and taking cues from comic books has given me that inspiration. There's many different aspects, and it's not just comic books, it's not just manga, it's not just television and writing that influence my writing. There's everything that I look at as an outward expression that comes back that way. You know, life in general uh, represents, or, you know, life imitates art, and vice versa, art imitates life. And I I look at these as not so much as absolutes, but something that people investigate for themselves. And when you think about it this way, you take away that seriousness that all writers have. And that's how they talk about like writer's block and a lot of other different things and the sense of anxiety. And I feel that a lot of writers are expecting... (laughs) New York Times bestseller, expecting like to splash $4 million, $4 million copies sold worldwide. Like, I feel like that's generally where a lot of writers want to get to and a lot of writers have seen themselves doing, but not understanding of what it takes to maintain this as a mental thought in their mind of themselves that way. And, you know, the mental rhetoric of their peers who have, you know, gotten to that point in a mental standpoint and how they maintain that for years. And there's no level of sense of what 300 pages manuscript uh, that delineates somebody as a a writer. It's more or less this this mindset and openness um, to processing a lot of different things at once. And, and even articulating these in a fashion of written word or even in words that makes it so unique and make and makes it your style too. So those those are the things I play with. And on I, I write while I, I, you know, speak to you guys, and I'm just working and reworking this level of characters and how I want them to, you know, progress. And so there's this point where, it, there's, <laughs> I jokingly say this, this, is like utilizing the thesaurus in the best way, fashion, but you generally wanna crack one of those open too, but you don't wanna overindulge in, you know, words that you've never heard of before and words that just look like you cracked the thesaurus open just so that it will make a smorgasbord of words. <laughs> but that's generally making something like a school report And you never want to get to that point as a grown person of thinking of your thesis or uh, any of these things and presenting it to your editor, i.e. yourself. And like, okay, those are typos, typo, typo, like that, that adds to anxiety. You want to have fun, 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 fun with what you're doing and then get to the serious parts and make those fun. And if not, just make it as far as you, you make sure that it's done without making procrastinations and making it so much of a job that you don't like. The point of writing for me is to look at these characters and then break them down and then not break them down in the negative light, but to uh, reassess the things that I present and then plan and then plan out what the things that I'm assessing. So... For instance, and this is the fourth book, and looking into my characters, I was thinking of, you know, the Band of the Crow and how they have this ginormous following, this over 60,000 men uh, camp, and how they go throughout and express themselves throughout the story, and then I wanted to have, like, a crossover with one of my characters from the first book as well um, to interact with them and have them being as the young girl uh, who was blind, but she's not blind. Like, I, Really, I, I'm playing with these different elements, and I didn't want to make her blind because I had other characters in my first and second book uh, who had said qualities. And so I think I made her uh, deaf, where she couldn't necessarily hear, but she could definitely speak, and she definitely had visions. And she was basically a, a telepath. And so, just expressing and giving visions to people in her mind, uh, through their minds, uh, was one of her gifts and abilities. And she only utilized it in her sixth sense, and, and navigating how she, you know, progressed around whatever it was that she was going through, whether it was the meadows or countryside, or on the other side of a forest. And this is all in the first book before uh, she met uh, the guardian. And so the Guardian basically linked up with her um, as she was being chased by bandits. And she basically was protected by him in the first book. And uh, subsequently, they separated from one another in the first book at the ending. And so I kind of, you know, grazed over this in the second book. Uh, But I wanted to continue this in the fourth book and then have their story uh, link up with these like happenstance things and things that absolutely make no sense and you know make it a dream work of her finding a him through these visions and them subsequently finding one another but i wanted to add band of the crow into this too so i'll get back to you guys on this and what i've mixed up and what i write down in these next few days i appreciate you guys thank you so much for listening hopefully this makes sense to someone if you're a writer And to let you know to continue your craft at writing. Please, 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 please do not give up writing. Whatever you're doing. Painting, creative, whatever, whatever, whatever. As long as you have your imagination and as long as you see yourself doing this said thing, please continue your craft. This is V, aka Vern English. Peace, peace.